1: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the New Hunter's Guide, the podcast helping new hunters get started and active hunters learn new things. I'm your host, George Kanidis, and today we're going to be talking about predator hunting and the beginning, the 101, the introduction to hunting predators. Now, predator hunting is one of my three favorite types of hunting. My top three, and not in order, would be deer hunting, predator hunting, and turkey hunting. There's just something about predator hunting that's so different from every other kind of hunting that it just—it's energizing, it's exciting, it's fun, it's totally different. You know, in the fall, you're you hunt deer, and deer hunting is mostly sitting and waiting, and strategy, and and trying to be motionless and still, and you know, set out and being in, in the stand for as long as you can. And you come out of that season into the winter months, and you get into predator hunting. And you are just moving and you're going and you're not sitting in any spot for more than an hour. And it's just, there's energy, there's 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 calling, you've got all sorts of things going on and it's just exciting. So we're going to get into that today. Um, so when do you hunt predators? Well, depending on what state you live in and what your jurisdiction is, Um, you know, most predator hunting happens in the winter, primarily because that's when the animal's coats are the thickest. So you get the best furs, um, so forth and so on. But in some states like mine, coyote hunting, for example, that is year round, 365 days a year, day or night, you can hunt coyotes. Um, Fox has a fairly long season, but it's through the fall and winter. Bobcat is a relatively short season, just a week or so in the winter. And um you've got a couple other varieties, but that's the our main ones here. But I think predator hunting is a fabulous year-round pursuit. But the winter is that's prime time, right? That is that is the best time to do it. But I'll tell you what, going out in the summer going out in the spring that's still exciting i think that is it's no less fun probably you just um you don't have that sort of energy that the the winter brings so you know walking out into a field all your gear on crunching the snow there's just something about that at night that's exciting that's the other thing Predator hunting is primarily a nighttime pursuit. Now, there's some states where, you know, maybe it makes more sense to hunt during the day. but uh, And you can, of course, hunt during the day. But nighttime is really the prime time to go out and do it. Specifically, right after dark. Soon as the sun goes down, that's prime time. Because all these animals, they've been laying low during the day. The ones that are moving... They're, you know, scouting, they're on high alert, high alert. They can see real good. As soon as they've got cover of darkness, they get active. You know, it's like they want to blow off some steam now that, you know, they've got that safety measure of darkness around them. So, as soon as the sun goes down, they're up, they're moving, they're vocal, they're calling. You can hear them coming and going. They respond to calls. You get some of that during the day, but nothing like you do right after the sun goes down at least in my state. I can't speak for every state because I've not hunted them in every state, but it's just, uh, it's just energizing. So here's the basic idea. You get your gear on, you're wearing camo or black, or if you got snow out, you might do a white camo or something. And you're gonna go out at night right after the sun goes down. You want an open area, um, nice and big, couple hundred yards is ideal. And you're going to go out in this open area. You're going to put a decoy down, which is usually just a, a a wobbling piece of fur or something, uh to look like an animal that's dying that the the that the coyote or the fox or the bobcat's going to want to go after, and then you're going to call. You're either going to have an electronic call or you're going to have a manual call that you blow. Um, I recommend, especially for beginners, just get yourself an electronic call. Uh, you know, it takes years to master doing good vocalizations with a blow call. So I'd say get yourself a, uh, an electric call. They've got pricing across the board. They probably start at about 50 bucks. Get up to a couple hundred for a good Fox Pro not really critical that you get a super high-end one to start with again get out there see if you like it you'll learn what you like and what you need and what you appreciate for that kind of hunting and then you can go from there and and upgrade down the road so you get out in the field you got got your little decoy you don't have to have the decoy but i would recommend the decoy because when the animal comes up they're looking for what's making the noise and you're going to call with you know, sounds of a dying rabbit or squirrel or, um, you know, a fawn in distress or something like that. An animal that is dying or hurt or wounded that they think are easy prey. And they're going to come in and they're going to be looking for this animal that they hear. And if you've got a decoy, some fur that's moving, that's, they're going to focus on that instead of focusing on you. So that's the idea behind it. So you get out there and you call. Now for coyote hunting, you are going to call like a coyote, maybe, just to see, see if you can get a response, see if you can get an answer. There's a couple strategies, and we'll cover this more in depth down the road. This is just sort of the introduction. So you're going to call either like a coyote, or you're going to call like an animal in distress. And then they're going to come into that call, and then you are going to have an awesome red flashlight that can just shine out a couple hundred yards, and you're just going to scan this field as they come in and as soon as they you know break the edge of the field this red flashlight's gonna hit their eyes and they're just gonna light up and glow you're just gonna see these two little dots these red dots in the distance as you shine your light out there and then they're gonna come in once they get in the shooting range you take your shot it's usually a two-man job or a three-man job it's it's much more difficult to do as a one-man job you got to have flashlight mounted on your gun in addition to another handheld that you can scan the field with. I recommend it's a two-man job. One person mans the light and the call, and then the other person shoots or some combination of that. So you get out there, they come in, and then you take them down. Um, It is just the most energizing thing, I think, because especially in the winter, the sun goes down early, six o'clock maybe. So you get out there, you're in the woods at six, you go up to your spot, you sit down for 15 minutes and just let things sort of settle. You stand up, you start calling. You call for half hour, maybe 45 minutes tops. If you get no answer, if nothing comes in, you pack up and you move on to the next spot. Um, you know, some distance away, half a mile, mile or further. The idea being, if anything heard you and they were interested, they would have come by now. So it's completely different from deer hunting, that's you just sit and wait, and there's some strategy in terms of making noise, but for the most part, it's, it's a game of chess, and it's a waiting game. Coyote hunting and predator hunting, it's an action game. You, like I said, you don't stay anywhere for more than an hour, all right? No action, pack it up, move on to the next spot. Sit there, 45 minutes to an hour, no action, pack it up, move to the next spot. The more spots you can hit, the better your chances are. Um, a lot of what I've learned about predator hunting, I learned uh, from studying uh, a master predator hunter who's actually a full-time predator hunting guide. That's his full-time job. He takes people out from you know, 6 p.m. to midnight or 6 p.m. to 1 in the morning hunting predators to make a living. Uh, he's got a thousand properties that he can hunt, just strategy, experience, tactics, materials, um, gear, everything that you need. So I've, I've learned a lot of what I know from studying him and then reading his books and listening to him speak at seminars and talking to him directly and just a wealth of information is out there. Um, there's so much you can know and we're going to break this down in chunks over the next few weeks, I think, um, the next few episodes, just give you the tools that you need to really out there and get really get out there and get started. But it's so energetic. And, and the thing about it is, okay, you go out at six o'clock. You can do two, three, four sets, you know, different spots. You can be home by 10. You don't have to be out until dawn. You're out for three, four, five hours and that's all you need to do and you can hit it another night so it can really fit into your routine your schedule your life you don't have to take off time from work to do it because you can just go out any evening after work at home grab your gear get out there and you're on your you're on the or you're on it so i would recommend try try it if you know somebody if if you want to get into it yourself the only thing about predator hunting is you need a little bit of gear to do it you need a good red flashlight. You need a good call. You need a decent decoy. You need a gun that, um, well, it depends on what you want to do. I mean, if you're just trying to, to take coyotes for the, for the sport of it, and you don't plan on trying to sell the skins or the furs, then you can use pretty much any gun or bullet you want to. If you're going to be conscious about the furs, and you want to sell it, or just keep it and mount it, or do whatever you want to do with it, you want to use something with a little less uh, explosive power. So you might go with something that's like a two-two-three to, you to know, be more mindful of the fur and not try to do too much damage. But if you don't really care about that, and you've got a coyote problem in your area, then you, you know, take a 30-06. It's, it doesn't really matter. Whatever you're comfortable with and accurate with. And can shoot well in the dark. Uh, But it's a long range game. So, you know, most shots are going to be between 100 and 200 yards, possibly farther. So, you got to have a gun that you can shoot at that distance, that you're very confident with at 100 yards, and can even shoot further than that, and that's accurate at that range. So, again, we will talk about that in detail with some recommendations and further shows. But I just wanted to, you know, winners right upon us, right? And then just, you know, now is predator season coming in and you've got after Christmas deals that you can be looking for next week and so on. So I just wanted to throw this out there, give you guys something to think about, help you just kind of wrap your mind around how predator hunting works, how this goes down, what the, some of the, the, the approach and the needs and the strategy are. People tend to go overboard with gear just like with any kind of hunting. Predator hunting is nice because you don't even need camo. You could just go out in black uh, and then people try to do stuff like you know build blinds and take pop-up blinds predator hunting is unique in the fact that you don't need any concealment like that as long as you're not wearing something that is going to you know just stand out you don't need any blinds the way you do this is you walk out to the edge of a field you step into the field so you have full range of views as, as best as you can in every direction You put your decoy and your call up, you know, maybe 30, 40, 50 yards, maybe a little further, all depending on the area. And then you get yourself a tripod or a bipod and you just stand in the field, one guy with the light, the other guy with the gun. And the thing about it is, when you have a bright light like that, even if it's a red light, vision stops at the source of the light. So I didn't understand this. I was doing this wrong for a couple years. And, uh, this master predator hunter that I was telling you about, I I went to one of his seminars and was talking to him after, and he did a demonstration. He turned off all the lights in the room and you could still see, you know, it just wasn't pitch black, but he turned off the lights and he's standing up on the stage. And then he took his red light and he just started shining at people one by one. And when he shined the light at them, all you could see was the circle from where the light was coming from. He turned the light off, you could see him standing there. He turned the light on, he completely disappeared. He could do anything he wanted, and you could not see it. You could not know that it's happening. And the same thing happens with predators. Uh, A coyote comes out of the edge of a clearing, you hit that light on him, you keep that light on him and never never move it. Because as soon as you move that light off of him, he can see you. But if you keep that light on him, you are invisible. So you don't need to lay down on the ground and hide behind trees and set up a blind. You just stand there with a bipod or a tripod, assuming you're hunting at night. And you just scan that field and scan that field and scan that field back and forth with that light. And as soon as you pick something up, you just focus on it. You never take the light off of it. As they come in, they just cannot see you. You're, you're effectively invisible. And you just stand there until they get into a good range that you're comfortable with or they, you know, stop running or whatever whatever helps to to get you a good shot. And you take the shot and it's done. And sometimes you even have a second one come in at the same time. So it's very different from any other kind of hunting. Um, the only reason you wear camo in black even is so you don't... Uh, you know, as you're walking through the woods and getting to your spot, you're not drawing attention to yourself. You're, you're a little less obtrusive. You don't necess- you don't spook something. You don't have to spook, you know, so forth and so on. You don't want to spook a deer or something else that's going to run and, and cause a bunch of ruckus and alert any predators that are in the area. So that's sort of the overview. Just wanted to give you guys an introduction. Um, it's a ton of fun. It's a great thing to do with a friend or two it really is. Deer hunting is sort of hard to do um, with friends. Turkey hunting is sort of hard to do with friends. But predator hunting, it's a team sport. Two or three guys is what you want every time. So you can have some predator hunting buddies. If you've got somebody who's never hunted before, this is a great way to bring them into it. If you've got somebody who's got some experience or if you can find somebody that's done this before, you can sort of encourage each other and and that's really helps because if it's just on you, it's sort of your motivation or not. You know, you're either motivated to go out and do it or it's not going to happen. But if you got somebody else calling you, if you got somebody else going, "Hey, you want to go out this day or this night or whatever?" All of a sudden there's more energy there. There's uh there's this social mechanic. There's this buddy system. You're going to go out more than you would have if it was just you. So you're able to get out there more often. You've got help, you've got you know this sort of you can talk about, you know what worked, what didn't work and you can sort of just have that camaraderie and build relationships. So a ton of fun. I recommend you do it. Uh it's one of the only kinds of hunting that takes some money that I would say it's worth trying and worth testing. You you can even get away without having s- some of the gear just to get out there and taste it. You know, if you don't have a red light, it's going to be tough for you, but you could still get a sense of it. If you don't have a good call, you know, you can do it, but you you can get a little hand call for 10 bucks and see what you can do and you've got a shot so you can get out there and and you know, just taste it, get a feel for it see if it's worth investing more into and another good thing about having a buddy you got two or three guys you can split the gear right one guy's got a decoy one guy's got a call one guy's got the flashlight so everybody buys one thing instead of three things so that's something that really helps that way you guys can uh you know sort of share the cost of that so ton of fun we'll talk about it more in the future hope this is helpful if you guys could leave me a review on itunes or wherever you're listening to this go ahead on to the website newhuntersguide.com look at the show notes we'll have more information and tips Uh, and also comment send us an email you know let comment on the show let us know what you think let us know what questions you have let us know what you want me to talk about next time or in future episodes and just what you think of in general Uh, So until then, appreciate you guys. God bless, and go get them in the woods.
0: Pursuing wild game in wild places. Tune in to HuntStand presents Saturdays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. Don't miss Mondays with Into the Blue, brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors. Every Monday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.